0: The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham. Good afternoon. How are you today? Good. You never get confused with the other less popular Kevin Hart, do you?
1: Well, let's just say there's there's been uh, some uh, exchanges of money in my travels with <laughs>
0: Congratulations. You're one of seven candidates um, vying for the job of uh, of chief of the assembly uh, of the AFN. Um, and I'm interested, the prime minister making that announcement today in Saskatchewan, where it seems to me they're making agreements with one First Nation at a time. And I wanted to know how you feel about that, because it seems to me that they're not dealing with your organization. They're dealing with with one First Nation at a time here.
1: Yes, as you know, uh, with the creation of C92, and we talk about the jurisdiction and sovereignty of our children in care, as the uh, former national portfolio holder when I was regional chief for the Assembly of First Nations up until a month ago when I stepped down to put my name forward to be a candidate for national chief, You know, we have some of the highest numbers right now, currently upwards of 14,000 kids that are in care. Some of the highest numbers, given the circumstances of what we're seeing that that has transpired because of uh, child welfare, for example, we're seeing the direct uh, results and the impacts of that when we uh, look at our youth now. When we look on the streets of Winnipeg, for example, this past winter was not uh, a good winter. It was a very harsh winter and our homeless community Mm. for myself as a leader working with other leadership when we went out and you know it was truly the first nation indigenous community and everybody at large that took care of the ones that were in the bus shelters and that and it shows that uh, much more work needs to be done by uh, not only the uh, existing leadership but also for the national chief to make that a priority in his mandate in the the next little while.
0: Do you see Kowalsas as a a step in the right direction?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. When we talk about uh, being able to create our own laws, when it talks about the sovereignty and jurisdiction of our children, absolutely, because for us as a treaty and inherent rights holders and such, our laws and our lawmaking ability are older than the provinces in Canada itself. And that's something that was recognized in the creation of C-92. That was uh, some instrumental work that I did with uh, Mary Ellen Terpel lafon from B.C. You know, she's a well-known judge out there. And that, uh, you know, in helping with the co-drafting of that legislation, being guided by chiefs across the country from coast to coast to coast, as well as our Chiefs Committee on uh, Child Welfare, working with our National Advisory Committee, that includes uh, Cindy Blackstock from the First Nation Caring Society as well as uh, other experts in, in child w- welfare across the country. And, of course, with the uh, the other part of C92, uh, something that was a concern of our First Nation chiefs is that there was no fiscal uh, monies attached to implementing the laws that uh, First Nations want to create under C92. So that being said, I went back to... The federal government, under the guidance, again, of our chiefs from across the country, where we ask for a specific First Nation fiscal arrangement when it comes to uh, C92, when it uh, talks about for us as First Nations people being the Aboriginal Treaty and Inherent Rights holders here in Canada.
0: And and we know as you go forward in this uh, process to, to ultimately, hopefully, become the new leader of AFN, I think a lot of us consider our politicians to be elite, not necessarily of the people. Has Justin Trudeau really lived a life like an average Canadian? And something that you have said in other media interviews is, is that's not you, um, you have held portfolios discussing things like water and things like housing on First Nations, and you have lived in a difficult housing situation on a First Nation. You know what it's like.
1: Um, yeah, I lived that experience even right now, where uh, as you know in uh in in the news media a couple of years ago, I did indeed lose my home, so uh, I became a homeless regional chief. Uh, since that time I'm just uh living like every other First Nation family, you know, I live in a house that has uh dire needs for repairs, not that, that's uh, living with family members, so there's multi families including myself, my wife and my two children. You know, and I, I look at that and you know, I look at the humble beginnings I I come from, including becoming homeless on the streets of Winnipeg and of course, you know, having those chances to turn your life around and here I am now. All these years later, after being regional chief and holding some of the most critical portfolios in the country that affect First Nations each and every day, you know, I I take that with a, a grain of salt because, you know, our people are out there just trying to survive each and every day. We see that the uh, impacts of the children being found in the Kamloops as well as other First Nations, including Kowasis, across the country. Our people are uh, being re-victimized. Yes, they're traumatized. We're coming out of a pandemic where everybody already has been uh, mentally uh, challenged in in their mental health, whether you're a First Nation leader or, you know, just a simple parent at home who has to try and weigh uh, work and finding childcare at the same time. You know, these are everyday real issues that are affecting uh, our First Nation people.
0: So how would you, if you become successful to lead AFM, would you work with the government and and NGOs, non-governmental organizations, to work towards reconciliation?
1: Well, I think right now what First Nations want is that time. We have to put reconciliation off to the side for a moment because we have to um, acknowledge the reality of what's happening right now, that indeed a genocide has occurred on the lands here in Canada, a G7 country, and that there's other parties involved here, including the uh, Roman Catholic Church. Up until 1982, it would have been then the British Crown. So, you know, the United Kingdom has to be uh, brought into this conversation as well, too, because they could be holding those very records because that's where the foundation and the directions uh, of government came from when uh, Canada was created 150 years ago.
0: We're still at the truth, trying to get to the truth. And in saying reconciliation can wait, Chief Hart, we have to get to the truth. Good luck. Thank you so very much for joining us this afternoon. You guys take care. Have a nice evening. Kevin Hart joining us here on 680 CJOB, AFN Regional Chief for Manitoba. He is one of seven candidates vying for the National Assembly of First Nations Chief. The News on CJOB with Richard Cluche and Julie Buckingham.